Hey everyone, this is Heavy Lifting with Uncle Gary, the weekly podcast for a stronger biblical worldview, exclusively on the Fight Laugh Feast Network. Part three is uh, the gospel of the kingdom. And we're on chapter eight, the coming of the kingdom, um, which ties into to things that, that we've already talked about today. We're, we're actually recording three, three podcasts today. Um, and one of the ones that we, that we started recording with today is the, was a podcast we just recently did on theonomy. Um, and this, this chapter, it doesn't deal with, with theonomy, so to speak, but it deals with this, uh, this idea that, that Satan is in charge here, that God or, or Christ isn't, isn't the king of this world. That's a future thing. Right. Satan is, is the one that's in charge now. And we, and we are subservient to him. Um, and, and David Chilton says, hooey, you know, that's, that ain't so. Um, he says, Adam was a subordinate ruler, a king, prince under God. And as long as Adam was faithful to his commission, he was able to have dominion over the earth. Was Adam faithful to his, to his calling? No. I mean, that's what's got us in the right. tr- trouble in the first place. But who was? Yeah. You get a usurper who comes in and takes, takes over the role. But, but, but who fulfills Adam's, Adam's job? Oh, well, Jesus does. Jesus does. Yeah. Jesus, and that's why Paul calls Jesus the second Adam. Um, and David Chilton talks about uh, these two um, parts from the, from the book of Daniel where uh, God showed Daniel an outline of history in which a towering statue representing the four empires of Babylon Medo-Persia, Greece, and Rome is struck down and crushed by a stone. And this is, this is Daniel 2, uh, 2.35. And the stone that struck the statue became a great mountain and filled the earth. So you have a stone growing to a mountain, and it, 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 it grows so large that it, it fills the whole earth. The meaning of this vision is the restoration of Eden under the king. As Daniel explained, in the days of those kings, in other words, the kings during the, the, the Roman Empire, the period of the Roman Empire, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom that will never be destroyed, and that kingdom will not be will not be left for another people. It will crush and put an end to all these kingdoms, for, but it will itself endure forever. And that's Daniel 2, uh, verse 44. Christ, David Chilton says, the second Adam will perform the task assigned to the first Adam, causing the holy mountain to grow and encompass the entire world. Yeah, and this is one of the the big deals about all this is is that statue with the with the four metals, uh, the metal man, the metal man, uh, the gold, the silver, the the bronze, and then the uh, the iron iron legs, and then the in, an interesting feet with um, uh, iron mixed with clay, yeah. which don't mix. Right. And we had talked about the 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 mark of the beast and so forth, and you had you had mentioned. Uh, you know, we talked about Revelation chapter 13, where you have Rome and Israel colluding with one another right. over against the church. Right. And there was you had mentioned there was a precursor to this in the gospel. Uh, you want ex- explain the the precursor that you were mentioning between uh, Pilate and, and Herod. Yeah. And how they be after both of them trying to deal with Jesus here, back and forth and back and forth, and it was at that point that Herod and Pilate became. Became friends. Became friends. Yeah, they because they realized that the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Yes. You know, so they they become formerly they were at odds. You know, because because you you have a you have kind of like a Herod would see would see Pilate as a usurper. You know, Herod is is the king of Israel, um, but 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 here comes Pilate 
a representative of the Roman Empire to basically kind of like rule alongside of him. But but in in most of these cases, Pilate Pilate would overrule. Pilate would would, would say, you know, who are you? You know, I'm I, I represent the Roman Empire. But on on this instance, when Jesus, who who is who is claiming or who, who the people are claiming, said that he's the king of the Jews. Um, they both get their their individual hearing with 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 Jesus, and they they both realize that that you know putting him putting him aside is probably a good thing. It'll it'll keep the peace around here, and the two of them become friends. Yeah, and if you if you read the book of read the book of Acts, you will find you will find that the the unbelieving Jews tried to use the Roman government to oppose the the the, the church. Right. And there's this in, interesting. Uh, interesting story here in Acts chapter 18, uh, verse 8. Uh, and Crispus, the leader of the synagogue, believed in the Lord with all of his household, and many of the Corinthians, when they heard, were baptized and uh, believing in, and were baptized. And the Lord said to Paul in the night uh, by a vision, Do not be afraid any longer, but go on speaking and do not be silent. For I am with you, and no man will attack you in order to harm you, for I have many people in the city. And he settled there a year and six months, teaching the word of God among them. But while Gallio was proconsul of Achaia, the Jews with one accord rose up against Paul and brought him before the judgment seat, saying, this man persuades men to worship God contrary to the law. So here you have, here you have the Jews trying to use Rome to oppose the church. Right. And this is, this is kind of humorous. But when Paul was about to, to open his mouth, Gallio said to the Jews, If it were a matter of wrong or of a vicious crime, O, uh, o Jews, it would be re- reasonable for me to put up, put up with you. But if there are questions about words and names and your own law, look, at, look after it yourselves. I am unwilling to be a judge of these matters. And he drove them away from the judgment seat. And so you, you see this, this, what's going on here, is that this this uh, the, the the breakdown of that statue the, the 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 weakest element of the statue finally is in the first century, where the, the the there are Jews who are trying to collude with Rome in order to beat back the kingdom of God, and of course the book of of, of Acts ends with with Paul preaching the kingdom of God. Yeah, it all collapses. Now, the the wrench thrown into all this, of course, is the dispensationalists want to make a division between the legs uh, the, the the feet and the toes yeah. so they put a they, they they put an end to the, the the Roman Empire and immediately say oh no no what we've got here is the toes the toes are still in the distant future and there's a uh, there's a the uh, diagram of all this where the statue is on its side and you see the statue down here and then the toes are literally stretched across two pages yeah longer th- Longer than the size of the yes. statue itself. Yeah, and 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 longer than the actual time of the of the kingdoms. Right, uh, and and so they don't see the, they don't see this kingdom as being something that was already being brought to bear on the world. They see this thing as we're living in a parenthesis, and Satan is in fact ruling right now, and and Jesus will rule, and his kingdom will be established when he rules on the earth for a thousand years. Yeah. Now another another part of of Daniel that. That David uses is is uh, Daniel chapter seven, uh, which is which is another vision that that Daniel gets and 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 Daniel writes, I kept looking in the night visions and behold with the clouds of heaven one like a son of man was coming, 
And he came up to the Ancient of Days, and was presented before him. And to him was given dominion, glory, and a kingdom, that all the peoples, nations, and men of every language might serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion which will not pass away, and his kingdom is one which will not be destroyed. So one of the things that, that, that David wants you to see here is not only is there this, this stone that's, that, that's growing into a mountain that's filling the whole earth, so you have, you have a physical, um, the, the, the physicality of it there, but then you also have Christ's kingdom, which, which we come to learn later in the, in the New Testament is Christ's kingdom, that this, this kingdom that, uh, that when the Son of Man was coming, that, that, that he's serving up to the, to the Ancient of Days, to the Father, right. is, is, a, is a fulfilled, complete kingdom. It, it encompasses the whole earth um, because, because that, that all the peoples, nations, and men of every language might serve him. And, that's, and that is, that's happened. I mean, we've got your, your, your background, your national background, my, my background. We're not, we're not Jews. Right. We're, 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 not, we're not physical Israelites. Right. We are part of the, we're, we are part of the nations. Yeah. That, that passage that you're, you're quoting out of Daniel um, chapter 7, Jesus quotes in Matthew chapter 24, verse 30. Right. Uh, which is a which is a fulfillment of that. Jesus yeah. comes up to the ancient of days and yeah. he's vindicated as a result. And that's what uh, what what David goes on to write here. Daniel was not predicting the second coming of Christ, which often often happens, especially with with dispensationalists or those who who say like all these things are are, right. are pushed into the future. That that this is this is a this is yet in our future. This isn't isn't something that was already fulfilled. But Daniel, David writes, Daniel was not predicting the second coming of Christ, but rather the climax of the first advent in which, after atoning for sins and defeating death and Satan, the Lord ascended on the clouds to be seated on the glorious throne of his Father's right hand. It is noteworthy, too, that Daniel used the term Son of Man, an expression that Jesus later used to describe himself. Clearly, we should understand the Son of Man to mean simply Son of Adam, in other words, the second Adam. Christ came as the Son of Man, the second man, to accomplish a task assigned to the first man. He came to be king. Yeah, and again, it's this completely changes one's perspective of of what era we're living in right, right. now and it it manif- it manifests itself in the, the, a change of everything because if, if if you believe that satan is in control down here and every time you see something happen it's because of satan and there's nothing we can do about it and jesus is wringing his hands in heaven because he hasn't been declared king yet and it, it makes a huge huge difference right yeah, so um, talking about, about Satan and the binding of Satan, um, David writes, An all-out warfare was waged during Christ's ministry, and Satan, and Satan was continually losing ground and running for cover. After observing his disciples on a successful mission, Jesus exalted, I was watching Satan fall from heaven like lightning. Behold, I have given you authority to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall injure you. And that's that's from Luke 10. Um, Jesus... Uh, th- this is exactly what Jesus was doing. He was binding Satan, the strong man, in order to plunder his house, to steal men back from the devil. And I think that the, that parable where Jesus says, you know, you first bind the strong man and then you can go plunder his house, that, I think that, that should remind us again when, when Israel plundered Egypt. When, they were, when God brought them out right. of Egypt, what did they do? They, they sent them off with gold, silver, like, just get out of here. You know, it, it was take same, all of our stuff. It was the same thing you know, coming back from the Babylonian captivity. If you read, look at Ezra uh, 1, 4, they came back with gold, silver, cattle, and yeah, goods. Yeah. And they used that to, to build the temple. And that's, so, and that, and, and that's a recurring theme where God, God plunders 
the the unfaithful. God 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 plunders the uh, the 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 non the non covenantal right. community for the covenantal community's benefit for them to use. Just like when 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 the Jews come into the Promised Land, they come into cities that were already built. All they all they had to do was get was 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 eradicate the people, and, and they had houses, they had they had cities, they had everything there waiting for them. And that's God said, that's I, that's what I prepared for you. And too bad Christians today, you know, they they've lost that vision, and so now we're being plundered. And right, we're being sent into kept sent in, into captivity, uh, uh, you know, like like Israel was, and so this is also extremely important. This is why Paradise Restored is a good entry entree into uh, an, an eschatological position uh, position that is life transforming. Right. Yeah. Um, f- further on. David writes the same letter to the Ephesians. So he's he's talking. This is later in the chapter. The same letter to the Ephesians that tells us of Christ's absolute rule over creation, assuring us that we are reigning with Him, also commands us to put on armor for battle against the devil. There is no contradiction here; just two aspects of the same reality. We can experience progressive triumph now because Jesus Christ definitively triumphed over Satan in His life, death, resurrection, and ascension. So, and and. He 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 later he later talks about um, where was Christianity two thousand years ago? It consisted of a mere handful of people who had been commissioned to disciple the nations, a small group who would be persecuted by their countrymen and opposed by the armed men of the most powerful empire in history. What chance would you have given them for their yeah. survival? Oh yeah, I mean think yeah think of that. And today was woe is us. Yep. Woe is us. We only have thousands of churches here in the United States and millions of believers. Woe, woe is us. Right. Um, and that's that's you know that's essentially where we are today. Yeah, you start off with twelve. One you know one defects. Uh, you have other disciples as well, and hundreds and so forth. You read through the Book of Acts and start thousands start to believe. Right. We've got millions, millions of them. Yep. The Christians today would would band together and oppose a lot of this stuff. Uh, and then real be a ministry to you know to to the poor and ministry to immigrants. I've always thought maybe one of the things would be a great thing to do on all these migrant farms is to go in there and set up temporary provision uh, for these migrant workers, present the gospel to them, show the love of Christ to them, uh, and uh, you know it, it's it's reciprocal in terms of taking it to their family members and so forth. But yeah. no, we wait back. We we oppose immigration, and I oppose what's happening in terms of immigration. Uh, but uh, you know, we should be at the border with 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 tents and so forth. They're gonna they're gonna they're coming. They, right. You can't stop them from coming, and they should be the first the first people that you know. We should be the first people they see. Right. And and like in the Book of Acts, what was the what was the issue? You know the 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 the, the Jews keep coming to Rome, and they're saying these. These rabble rousers, right? These, yeah. These people, what are they saying? They're, they're saying there's another king, Jesus. Like, yep. And that's yeah. and that's what that's what we're saying still today. Jesus is king, not not Joe Biden, not 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 Donald Trump, not not politics, not not anything else. Jesus is king. Jesus gets to dictate how his church responds to this to this world and to this age that we're in now. Jesus says, "Go forth and conquer." Yeah. Jesus says, "Go forth and take dominion." And Paul Jesus even says, "Go forth yeah. and make disciples of all nations." In Romans sixteen says, sixteen twenty, God will soon crush Satan under your feet, your feet, their yeah. feet. Yeah, yeah, not. Um, it, and we're and and we're still continuing that that operation today. But that was in in history. Paul says that that 
that the faith was preached in in to, to, to every creature under heaven that 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 gospel was was preached and it, and it had had a had a, an amazing effect. Oh, yeah, I know. You read the book of Acts and and they're turning the world upside down. Yeah. Yeah. These 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 few thousands of people. But 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 today, you know, we where we have all these resources available to us, we cower we, in the corner, we whine, we make excuses, we account, we you know, accommodate, capitulate, uh, you know, give up, look, we're living in the last days, there's nothing Jesus is coming back soon to rescue rescue us and we've been hearing that for for decades upon decades, and we've lost time as a result of it. Yeah. So David ends the chapter with two parables that that Jesus tells, um, and they're the about the about the growth of the kingdom. Um, he presented another parable to them, saying, "The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed, which a man took and sowed in his field. And this is smaller than all other seeds. But when it is full grown, it is larger." Then the garden plants and becomes a tree, so that the birds of the air come and nest in its branches. So here, here you have kind of a similar. Um, you have a stone becoming a becoming a mountain and filling the whole earth. You know, the the mustard seed is this this tiny little, almost microscopic seed that becomes a that becomes a tree, and it provides rest and nourishment to to the creation. Animals come and 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 rest on its branches. And he spoke another parable to them: the kingdom of heaven is like leaven, which a woman took and hid in three pecks of meal until it was all leavened. So the kingdom of heaven here is, is the leaven. The kingdom of heaven is the one the one acting on the dough. But but David says, in, in, incredibly, the the case of, of people who say that, that, that we're not living in Christ's kingdom are, are so desperate that they resort to sleight-of-hand tricks, turning a promise of the kingdom's victory into a promise of the church's defeat. Note well that all is leavened. This verse is teaching total conquest by one side or the other. So those who those who say that that that, that leaven is sin here, that 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 the which the um, dispensationalists on both of those parables say that the the, they flip the, it. the the kingdom is is distorted with this growth of this of this small seed. It just, it's distorted into this biggest of the whole garden, and the, the 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 birds come into it, and that's that's unbelievers come in and distort distort the growth of the kingdom. And then this other one here is. Um, the leaven. The leaven, that leaven's supposed to be bad. Right. But but Jesus says, contrary to pessimists, Jesus did not say that the kingdom is like dough into which someone sneaks destructive evil leaven. He said the kingdom is like the leaven. Yeah. The, the kingdom is is the leaven. Now, it's, it's, it, it's not the clump of dough. It's the leaven that works its way through the whole and becomes and fills the whole dough. Um, just like the just like the stone, just like the just like the, the mustard seed that becomes a tree. Let me tell you a funny story about that. Okay. Okay. Uh I had written. I had read something that Ken uh, Ken Gentry had had written about those two parables, and about how I think it was Dwight Pentecost and his comments on it. And I want. I always. I kind of. I always check to see. You know, if I'm missing anything here. So I go and I get my copy of of the Pentecost. I think it's. I'm pretty sure it's Pentecost book. And I open it up and I start reading. I said, Wait a minute. This is this is wrong. Ken Gentry is completely misrepresenting uh, Pentecost on these on these parables. You know, Ken was saying you know, Pentecost sees their leaven as being evil and the, the mustard seed okay. growing as a distortion of the kingdom and all that. So I called Ken. So he got his copy of the book off the shelf, and I had mine in front of me, and we started reading, and it was the the newer edition changed it. Oh, really? Two Two full pages, two full pages, completely changed the two pages, 
retypeset those two pages and put and reprinted the reprinted the book uh, as if nothing happened. You could just tell very slightly that the typeface was a little different. So Ken had an older edition that he was quoting from, and I had the newer edition that I was quoting from that each of them taught the opposite. So here you had a, the dispensationalists changing their view that leaven is not evil and the mustard seed growth and so forth was not a distortion of the kingdom. So was this, was, was this after, after Pentecost death? Or would, would, would that's he... that's a good question. I'd have I'd have to check. Ken Gentry wrote an article about it about what what had happened. Um, that's crazy. That, that that's a and in fact that's a that's a really good um, example of of why you do scholarship, of 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 why you footnote so. You know what edition, what page you're, oh, I know. you're because because look, this is what what I'm quoting from. That way, somebody else anywhere else in the world they can get that same book, that same edition, and they, and they can check you out. So you you did that. You said, wait a minute, Ken. This is, but you had different editions. I have different editions. He didn't know it, and I didn't know it. That the and it worked out on the typesetting because those two pages, two two uh, pages, cross from one another. Uh, uh, the pages before and the pages after started with a new new paragraphs, and so you could just take those two pages out without wow. retypesetting the whole book. That's amazing. Yeah, there he wrote an article about it. Okay, well, we'll find that article and we'll we'll post it on the American Vision site. Let's just call it. It's kind of a funny story. That way, when 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 people are searching for this and they wanna they wanna find this because people may be listening to this podcast in the future. Yes. Later in the future, um, which which reminds me, if you if you enjoy this podcast, please rate and review this podcast so that it has uh, a bigger audience, so more people find out about it. And your rating and review can help can help make that happen. And also, or you can order. Uh, Paradise Restored from American Vision, uh, a brand new edition, newly typeset, new cover, hardback, Smythe sewn. Uh, you won't you won't regret it. You won't regret it because it's a it's a fantastic book, and it's also a good launching pad to many other books. So if you if you follow David's footnotes, if you look at his resources in the back, his uh, his his appendices, all, all the other things that are that are contained in this in this in this single volume, it's it'll. It'll point you in the direction of so many other things, and it's a, it's, a, it's a great education. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. For more information on Worldview resources, visit AmericanVision.org. And don't forget to subscribe to the Gary DeMar podcast available on iTunes and Spotify. See you next week on the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network. Music.